this is Stephanie Ortega, and you're listening to the Remix Movement Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Remix Movement Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Stephanie. And um, I wanted to go ahead and just encourage you guys to continue to check out our hashtag Heart of Thanksgiving campaign. We are still doing this on our social media stories. I'm sorry, stories, which means that um, there are verses of the day that we post and they have the hashtag Heart of Thanksgiving because we want to go ahead and continue to encourage you guys to give thanks to God daily and just to, you know, have a little bit more of an attitude of gratitude to be thankful for what you have and for what God is doing. We started this August 26th and we actually only have three days left um, until August 26th is, I mean, September 26th is when we're going to be doing this. Um, if you missed any of those verses of the day, you can check them out on our highlights on Instagram at the remix movement. And, um, you can just check each and every one of those out, continue to share them. We go ahead and we post them, um, every morning from seven to about 8 AM, somewhere around there. They're also available to see on our Facebook stories. So I hope you guys are enjoying that. In our last episode, we talked about how easy it is to fall into the trap of I can't, how sometimes we need to be reminded that we have the I am living in our heart, that we can, and that God is the I am. He's the almighty. He is greater than anything that you fear or you face in front of you. We talked about two people in the Bible who once fell into that trap of I can't. So if you missed it, please check it out. That was episode number 70. Our last episode's challenge was to memorize the two Bible verses that we talked about at the beginning of that episode, and it was 1 John chapter 4, verse 4, and Philippians 4, 13, and these two verses will definitely help you out so that the next time you almost fall into the trap of I can't, you'll be reminded that the person who lives in you is greater than the person that's out there trying to get you, Okay. Now, in this episode, I'm going to be just quite honest with you. Um, the title of the episode is, Can God Protect You From Anything? And I know that this sounds like a silly question to ask, especially if you're a Christian or you've been a, a believer for a really long time. But the truth of the matter is that sometimes um, your mind tends to wander about things. And as believers, especially in the times that we're living in right now, um, we, we tend to have a lot of things overwhelm us. And, and I'm one of those people. I can tell you that these last uh, two weeks have been very difficult for me and for Lewis, but specifically for me. Um, you know, at my job, we uh, are trying our best to continue, but they have been laying off a lot of people. Um, they did start laying people off early in March when we started with the pandemic. And uh, now it's just an overflow. It's a even more bigger amount of people being laid off. It's friends that I, I love and cherish and that I see every day. And and I've just been really overwhelmed with that. Um, the timeshare or the travel industry, the hospitality industry, anything that has to do with traveling, whether it's hotels or cruises or, um, you know, flights, um, all of that industry really is being tackled and, and disrupted right now. And I know a lot of uh, hotels, like really big hotels in Las Vegas and in California, New York, that 
They're even going bankrupt because people are not traveling. Either they can't travel to the United States if they are outside of the United States or they're Americans that are in this pandemic and they just don't travel because, you know, they're unemployed, they don't have the funds or they just don't feel comfortable traveling. I mean, we're still in a pandemic. The coronavirus is still real. Um, I have been seeing on social media a few of my friends have made videos that they they did have it and they thought it was the flu and they found out it was COVID. And it's just, it's it's a very uh, crazy world, but it is definitely in my face. And I feel like every time I go into the office, I, I always try to wake up in the morning, I pray to God and have an attitude of gratitude. I always try to, you know, in my prayers, thank God for the position he has, for the favor he put on my life and for allowing me to be one of those people that has a job but every time I go into this office uh, these past couple of weeks, it's a somber day. It's a day of uh, just sadness. You know, you you don't know if your job is safe. You don't know if your department's leaving. And and I know I'm not the only person that's feeling this way, but I can definitely tell you my mind is wrapped up. My mind is wrapped up and not thinking about what's happening now, but thinking about, well, what if that could be me? What if I will I end up getting laid off? What if I if I don't have the funds I need to pay my rent? Like all these what ifs. I mean, I'm telling you guys, I have been a believer since I was eight years old and I'm 29 now. So that's a long time. And, you know, I know that God is in control. I know that God is on my side and I know that he can protect me from anything, from sickness, from disease, from fear, from uh, spiritual warfare, from um, different types of misunderstanding with people, you know, different arguments with family. I know that God can protect me from that, but sometimes I need to be encouraged as well. And one of the best ways that I encourage myself and I really remind myself of how big God is, how how awesome God is, that God is bigger than the coronavirus. God is bigger than your job. God is bigger than your wallet. God is bigger than your circumstance. The way that I am able to get through that, not only is it just by prayer, because I feel like that should be your number one, talk to God, let him know how you're feeling and he's going to help you out. But it's reading the word. It's reading the Bible and allowing God to really speak to my soul and really speak to my heart and, and give me peace. You know, I was telling Lewis, um, we were talking this weekend and I said, when we first moved from where we used to live in Broward County to West Palm Beach, I felt a peace. I didn't have to think twice. I didn't have what if questions. I didn't have, you know, questions like, oh, well, I'm going to be an hour from my job or what if I can't do this? I didn't have any of those because I had such a peace in my heart that the transition was was easy. When you have the peace of God, you don't have to worry about anything because you have a layer of protection. Your heart is protected. Your mind is protected and you feel a sense of ease. And, and again, this doesn't mean that God is not protecting you. It's just you're being overwhelmed by what's going on around you. And, and that's okay because I'm telling you from my heart, I'm speaking to you as, as just a regular person. I am going through that. I'm going through a season where, you know, my company's not doing well, you know, my, my family's doing well, thank God, you know, but a few of my family members are still laid off. They still don't have a job. And, you know, it's a really difficult thing. It's not a scary thing. It's not something I'm scared of. 
it's something that's difficult to go through. It's something that I'm overwhelmed with. And like I said, the only way that I feel I can get through that is through prayer and reading the Bible. So what I'm going to do today in this episode is to go ahead and answer the question of the title that's in the question, the question that's in the title. Can God protect you from anything? I'm going to go ahead and read Psalms 91. And I know this is different from all the other episodes we've had, but I, I do feel like I am not the only person. I feel like some of our listeners are, are just like me. You know, you, you're just thinking. You have a lot of things on your mind. And sometimes your mind is not even wandering about a lot of things, plural, more than one. It's just thinking about one. It's thinking about one particular thing. And it has your mind wrapped up in it to the point where, I try to fall asleep and I pray, God, let me go to sleep and not think about this. And when I wake up in the morning, like for some reason, I pick it up and and I feel it again and I think about it again. But I'm going to read this Bible uh, chapter. Um, One of the longest, well, the only longest book in the Bible is Psalms. Uh, P-S-A-L-M-S. This is the longest book in the Bible with a total of 150 chapters, okay? Um, It was written by David the psalmist. A psalmist is basically a a composer, um, a songwriter. And David was a man after God's own heart. He was a shepherd, which means that, you know, he watched over sheep day and night. And he had a lot of time on his hands before God promoted him to be king of Israel. But... When he writes these psalms down, when I read them, I read them as if like David is just a regular person sharing his heart, as if David knows who God is. And I can just imagine David spending his days talking to God in these massive fields, watching his sheep, and maybe even taking notes, writing stuff down, writing down his songs, writing down how he feels. And and God just inspiring all the psalms that he has given to encourage him to allow him to know like hey yeah you're gonna face a bear that might try to attack you you're gonna face a lion that might try to you know eat you you're you're gonna have to protect my sheep while you're doing that but don't worry i'm gonna protect you and this psalm uh i'm gonna read is called is psalm 91 and and it's to remind us of God's protection. It's to remind us that yes, God can protect you from anything. I'm going to be reading from the message version. I do want to notify you guys that the Bible has many different versions. Um, you know, a lot of the times on the podcast, we read the NLT version, which is the live new living translation. Um, sometimes a lot of people read the NIV, which is the new international version. And I personally really like the message version you can get all these different type of uh, versions and translations of the Bible um, at BibleGateway.com. And uh, and that's basically where I'm going to be reading this from. So if you want to follow along, if you want to check it out, take out your, um, your app or your Bible, um, I'm going to be reading Psalms 91 from the message version. And it says, you sit down in the high God's presence. You spend the night in Shaddai's shadow. Say this, God, you're my refuge. I trust in you and I'm safe. And there's an exclamation mark there. So we know that this is something that's really important. This is something that they're trying to, David's trying to get your attention and say, hey, God is your refuge. Trust him. You're safe. Okay. That's right. I'm going to continue reading. 
He rescues you from hidden traps. He shields you from deadly hazards. His huge outstretched arms protect you. Under them, you're completely and perfectly safe. His arms fend off all harm. Fear nothing, not wild wolves in the night, in the night, not flying arrows in the day, not disease that prowls through the darkness, not disaster that erupts at high noon. Even though other scum all around you drop like flies right and left, no harm will even graze you. And I'm going to read that again. That's verse seven. Even though other scum, all others scum all around you drop like flies right and left, no harm will ever graze you. You'll stand untouched. Watch it all from a distance. Watch the wicked turn into corpse. Yes, because God's your refuge, the high God, your very own home. Evil can't get close to you. Harm can't get through the door. He orders his angels to guard you wherever you go. If you stumble, they'll catch you. Their job is to keep you from falling. That's tremendous. Like God gave the angels a job. And that's basically to make sure that no harm is on your life. Continuing on, it says, you'll walk unharmed among lions and snakes and kick young lions and serpents from the path. Verse 14, if you'll hold on to me for dear life, says God, I'll get you out of any trouble. I'll give you the best of care. If you'll only get to know me and trust me, call me and I'll answer. Be at your side in bad times. I'll rescue you, then throw you a party. I'll give you a long life and give you a long drink of salvation. So again, this this whole chapter is about protection. God tells you, hey, if you just sit with me, if you just trust me, I'm going to keep you safe. If you just know that I'm going to rescue from any traps, if you just understand that my arms are big enough to protect you, my my arms are big enough to wrap you around and make sure nothing happens to you that's going to harm you. And then he goes ahead and he talks about no disease is going to interrupt you. No disaster is going to wreck you. Now, this doesn't mean that we're unstoppable. This doesn't mean that we're not going to die. But what he's saying is walk knowing who you have with you walk knowing that i have a plan for your life walk knowing that even though you're gonna go through a pandemic even though you're gonna go through a troubling time god is your refuge god is your shelter god is your home when when you want to just think about that particular thing that you're thinking about, know that you have to run to the Father. You have to run to God. You have to you need to talk to God. You need to run to him and be like, "God, this is what I have in my mind. Protect my mind." And sometimes we we ask God for protection from our heart, but we don't ask God to protect our mind. And the enemy likes to first get in your mind before he gets into your heart. He wants to put in your mind doubt first so you cannot trust God. He wants to literally fill your mind with, with doubt in your faith so that you don't take the next steps in your relationship with God, so that you don't decide to have Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, so that you don't continue to walk the way God walked. It all starts in your mind. So you really have to ask the Lord for protection in your mind first and then in your heart. 
And then I want to read verse 7 in, in Psalm 91 in the NIV version because this is the version that everybody is more familiar with. And it says, A thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right side, but it will not come near you. And again, you need to know that God loves you, number one. And number two, that God will rescue you. God is your savior. Like he, he wants to save you from any harm. And, and in verse 15, he lays it all out for you. And he basically says, you know, if you want to get stronger in your faith, if you want to know that you're going to be out of trouble, all you have to do is call on me and I'll answer. Call on me. Like we again, we can't be overwhelmed with thinking that we don't think, let me go to God and let me pray. And it sounds so simple, but you really have to sit down and ask yourself, well, when was the last time I said, God, protect me on the road while I'm driving to my mom's house or while I'm driving to my my friend's house or while I'm while I'm on the road on my way to work? God, when was the last time we activated God's angels? See, here's the thing. God already gave them a duty. God already gave them a job and their job is to protect you. But have you taken up the authority that God has given you to tell them, hey, I want you to protect my car, surround my car so that I'm able to get from point A to point B and not get into any accidents and not have any issues and not run into traffic. Like, have we taken up the authority that God has given us and said, you know what, God, I know that, you know, the pandemic is still here. I know that it is a real disease. I know that people are still dying. I know people are still being infected. I know people don't know that they're infected and are still working amongst other people. I mean, I was watching online and this weekend that just passed was absolutely ridiculous at Universal Studios. And the reason why is because Universal Studios Disney, everybody, all of those theme parks are trying to find a way so that they can make money too. They're a business. They had a big loss when they had to shut down a few parks and they had to, you know, change the hours and they had to limit capacity. And they're still doing those things, but they're trying to still promote what they're doing. And there was a lot of people this weekend and it didn't look like there was social distancing. People were still wearing masks, but it was just something that it looked like a regular summer day in Orlando, Florida. But we really need to be praying that even though those people are, are going to these theme parks and trying to add some time of normality, taking out their family and their friends to go to these parks, like we really need to activate angels around those people. Those people could be your friends. Those people could be your family. Those people could be your, you know, anybody. They could be your coworkers. They can be just regular people who go to your church that are just finding a way to say, you know what? Like, I need a break from this, you know? Last weekend, my husband and I, we, we decided to just go away, to go away to another place, you know, in Florida to drive two hours away and to just get away from our ambience, get away from our house and, and try to make the most of what's going on. And the only thing we did was just drive in a car and go to another place and stay. And it's amazing how that was able to take away some stress that we were dealing with. It was it was just a change of location. And sometimes we need to do that with our spiritual life. Sometimes we need a change in our location. Sometimes 
we forget to pray because we're so used to getting home. And after I get home, I have to cook. And after I cook, I have to take a shower. I have to make sure the dog's fed. And we just like swipe right by it. We don't pick up our Bibles. We don't pick up our our YouTube to find a church or a pastor that we want to listen to. Some people haven't been able to go to church. Some people have been doing church online. Some, you know, some people are just not are limited because of the circumstance. But don't limit your relationship with God just because of the current circumstance. Because I can tell you this. God is still there for you. God is still holding on to your life. God is still making sure that you know that you're the apple of his eye. God is still every day giving you life. He gives you life on purpose. He wants you to know, hey, you're waking up today because I have a purpose for your life. You're waking up today because there's more for me to give you. You're waking up today because I have a plan for you to speak to somebody that needs encouragement, for you to go ahead and text somebody that needs some type of, uh, you know, Bible verse that's going to help them to get through the week. Like, there's a purpose for your life. And then what the sweetest part about this is that even in this psalm, the very last verse that he says, right? I will rescue you and then I'll throw you a party. I'm going to rescue you. I'm going to satisfy you. I'm going to shower you with love. I'm going to get to the point where like God is saying, hey, if your relationship with me is so strong to the point where you accept the rescue and you know you're being protected, now you have to celebrate this moment. Like, when was the last time you celebrated God? When was the last time that you literally, all you could do was put praise music on and shout out hallelujah and lift up your hands? And maybe some of your neighbors are like, um, that woman or that guy is having a party. And they don't know what you're doing is celebrating God, celebrating salvation and, and enjoying the satisfaction of who God is. We need to celebrate more who God is, even in the midst of everything that we're going through, even though our minds may be wrapped up, your best defense against the enemy is your praise and your prayer. Your prayer is what is allowing you to communicate with God. Your praise is a victory shout. Your praise is a way that you can go into battle and say, hey, God is in control. And the same way that I'm reading this and the same way I need this and the same way that this is encouraging me, I know that there is someone listening to me that needed to hear this. I know that there is someone listening to me that needed to know, hey, God is protecting me. He's protecting me from everything. He has my back. There's no need for my mind to be overwhelmed. So for this episode's challenge... I want you to read Psalm 91 again in your own version that you understand and that you prefer. But I want you to read it and I want you really to grasp it. Like, I want you to really understand that, yes, God can protect you from anything. Okay. And then after you read it, go ahead and spend some devotional time with God. What is devotional time? Devotional time is time with no distractions. Devotional time is time where you can literally tell God, hey God, this is how I'm feeling. This is what I have on my mind. This is what I'm not able to sleep with. And then pray a prayer so that God can protect your heart, but he can also protect your mind. All right. 
I really hope you enjoy this episode. And if you really like this episode, if you think that this was a very um, different type of way of doing the podcast episode and you want to go ahead and read more Psalms or you want to go ahead and, and talk more about a specific verse or chapter or story, please let us know. Send us a DM on Instagram or Facebook or, or send us a comment on the YouTube videos you know, just let us know if you are encouraged by this, if this is something that, you know, you really like, or you know what, if this is just, if you want people to know more about who God is, share this episode with somebody or share the podcast with somebody. Subscribe to our channel and continue to let people know about the word of God. The best way we can be victorious in this season and in this world is by not not staying quiet about who God is, not staying quiet about who God is and why we serve him and that God rules this world. He doesn't just rule this earth. He rules this world. Okay, they're all the countries, all the states, every single person. He has control over every single one, even the ones who don't believe in him, even the ones that do, you know, practice other religions. God is in control and he wants to be the Lord and savior of your life. He wants you to know his son, Jesus, and, you know, keep supporting this ministry. We really do appreciate it. And we love you guys very much. So we will see you guys again in the next episode. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Remix Movement for more updates. Send us a DM with your feedback, questions, and any topics that you would like to hear in any of our future episodes. Thank you and God bless.